1: break the walls down shut up i'm <laughs>
2: uh, melting your hide in somewhere <clears throat> O e artista Good evening everyone, this is Friday, July 24th, 2020, and welcome to episode number 864. Of the Mothership broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network, right here, of course, on Talkshoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. We, of course, will start things off with our wrestling news and views segment being brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team, King Ice. Represented here tonight by the Iceman JD Jared DiGirolamo. JD's a 2015 and 17, also a 2020 WWS Hall of Famer, and also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon, right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. <clears throat> also, join us here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, of course, let's run it down here. He is the current AAA US Empty Arena Champion as well as, of course, the FMW U.S. World Heavyweight Champion. Also, of course, the WCWS International Heavyweight Champion, the WWUS Bang Bang Champion, and the WWUS Core Champion, as well as, of course, one half of the GWI World Tag Team Champions alongside the human suplex machine, John Gross. Also a member of John Gross's Sports and Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page, Ladies and gentlemen, of course, the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel, here, of course, is here with us. And also, of course, on our uh, talk shoot video service here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, he is the current GWI Enom champion, as well as, of course, the WCWS Nexus champion. He is this, also a member of John Gross's Sports and, Re- and Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page, The Soul Man. Justin Lewis Fleming. Before we get underway with tonight's itinerary here for the City Labs, welcome, of course, J.D., Mitt, and Justin to what should be a very big-time moment here, a big-time wrestling talk here on WCWS Revolution, Episode 864.
3: Good to be here.
2: Good to be here. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you care to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 138055-POUND and press that one, of course, the magic six numbers. And of course, press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to discuss here this evening, which will include, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays here tonight. We will also, of course, give you some insight here, of course, as to what's been going on on tonight's edition of SmackDown. I, have, of course, have heard a couple things that are not really too pleasant here with tonight's show. But we'll let our guys here, of course, give their take here about, what, uh, about what's about what been going on here with it here tonight. We are also hoping to hear, of course, ladies and gentlemen, from the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, as well as, of course, Danny from Oak Park. We hope to hear from either one or both of them here tonight. Of course, giving their take about what's been going on here in the in the world of wrestling, as as well as some other things here as well. Also, of course, some wrestling experts may come your way here tonight here as well. So we'll hope to have, like I said, some good wrestling a uh, good wrestling shindig here this evening on Revolution 864. Speaking of which, of course, ladies and gentlemen, now at 9:33 p.m. On, of course, as we said, Friday, July 24th, 2020. Here to bring you tonight's wrestling news and views here for this Revolution 864. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, the Iceman, Jared D. Geralamo, of course, coming to us King Ice. JD, what's going on here in the wrestling news scene here this evening?
3: Tonight on 205 Live, we will see these matches. Oney Lorkin, Danny Burch, and Mansoor taking on to Hootie Miles, Chase Parker, and Matt Martell. In addition to that, Drake Maverick will be returning to the squared circle. No word on who he will face. Meanwhile, during Wednesday's episode of AEW Dynamite, Darby Allin attempted to interrupt a promo from Brian Cage and Taz but was struck from behind by NWA Power Superstar Ricky Starks. The blow caused Allen's head, however, to connect with the top rope, and according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, he was knocked silly legit from the incident. At this time, he still was scheduled to wrestle next week as he will team with the AW World Champion Jean Moxley against Cajun Starks in a Tornado Tag match. Meanwhile, however, in Week 3 of Cannonball, after doing 592,000 viewers, it dropped down to 561,000 viewers for the week. Meanwhile, however, in other news, however, AEW Dynamite, however, has these matches listed for next week's show, however, coming up on Wednesday night. The, as we told you We told you About the one Tornado tag match Here are the other matches Cody will take on Warhorse, however For the TNT championship Hakura Ishida Will take Diamante In a non-title matchup While Kenny Omega And the Hangman Adam Page Will take on The evil Gimp Dark Order Pulp Fiction Fame of evil carplay Uno And Stu Don't Call Me Dick Burt Ward Grayson However for the AW tag titles Meanwhile Trent Chucky e. T And Orange Cassie Along with Jungle Boy And Luchasaurus And Marco Stunt Will meet The inner circle Of Chris Jericho The champion The slimeback Shithead sneak Sam Sammy Guevara, who is now back as the Spanish Guard returned on Wednesday after his suspension time. Santino Ortiz, proud and powerful. And of course, Daffy Duck, lover himself. Jake Hager, if you will. Jackass Jack Swagger, if you will. Uh, Formerly of the uh, We The People People. Meanwhile, however, AEW Dark has announced that they have 12 matches set for this Tuesday. That's right, 12. Here are the matches you will see. The best friends, Chucky T and Trent, will take on Alex Rounds and Long John Silver. The FTR group of Dax and Cash Howard, Dash and Dawson, will take on Brandon Cullen and Peter Avalon, a.k.a., uh, believe it or not, uh, with their associate blue pants, Baby, Lavia Bates. Lance Arch will take on Frankie Thomas. Scorpio Sky will take on Corey Hollis. Orange Cassie will take on Serpent Dico after Serpent Dicko was revealed last week to be Sammy Guevara. Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazaren will take on Santana Ortiz versus the Private Party and Isaiah Cassie in a triple threat match. Sammy Guevara will take on Fuego del Sol. Sunny Kiss and Joey Janelle will take on Michael Naka Naka Nakazawa and Pineapple Pete and Evil Uno and Stuart Facing will take on Sundine and Will Hobbs. Warlow will take on Aaron Solo And Penelope Four will take on Kenzie Page. Meanwhile, however, Booker T, however, continues to raise uh, eyebrows, however, and all for the wrong reasons, however. Apparently, they've now made peace, however, after what happened earlier this week. The fallout from Naomi deserves been a trending on Twitter last week continued. Booker addressed the matter, however, on another edition on his Hall of Fame radio show and podcast our and current champion Sasha Banks today, saying the following, I said, to hell with all these hashtags, that's what I said. Maybe because I'm old school and I can't see myself back in the day, we did have the dirt cheese and could have easily gotten into the dirt cheese by saying something. I just couldn't say myself say Myself doing using social media on that platform to try to move up in the business, especially if you're talented. I said, however, Naomi is probably the most athletic female in the locker room, however, and perhaps anywhere in the world as far as the wrestling business goes. But as far as making it to the level, it is a challenge you got to go through. It is a learning curve and really in-depth thing you have to go through to actually get to that point. Trust me, it doesn't happen by accident because you can just go out and do a backflip or a big move. It's not about the moves, guys. It's really not. I always think about what was told by me by my guys like Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and that stuff, it resonated. Anybody out there in the world that's trying to get in this business, if you think someone like Ricky the Dragon Steamboat cannot help you learn this business better, even still today, okay, that's your opinion. I'm gonna end it on this. If you think I can't help you at all, and that's all I'm gonna try to is help you to get to the next level. You think the guys on the internet, on social media can help you more than I do? Go that route. I'm going to leave it at that, Howard. You know what it is, man? However, the truth hurts. The only thing I said more importantly than anything, the hashtag, the social media platform, like, let's rally behind this cause. You know what, man? The reason I say that is I think she's better than that. That's why. And if you don't see that, I can't do anything about that. But I just don't think that's the route. One would want to take you to the level and look back and say, man, that movement was great. As opposed to, damn it, I broke all the barriers and I did everything I possibly could to do. It, and if I didn't do it, hey, so be it. But I'm not going to get on social media and let social media be whatever drives me to be the best one in that locker, male or female. Naomi, however, reminds you, however, saw that transcription and tweeted the clear the air with Brock. With Book. So it looks like they're back together being friends, however, considering they're close friends with Leonard, and that their wives, however, and husbands are close with Leonard. Naomi's actually very tired with Queen Charmelle Sullivan, Booker's wife, Howard Huffman, and, of course, uh, Booker is pretty tired with Naomi's husband of one of the Usos. And this is what she had to say, however, earlier today, however. I don't feel this way, nor would I ever say anything, something like this. Though I felt my work ethic and what I could have earned on my own merit was dismissed. The advice and constructive criticism is greatly appreciated and will be applied, especially come from Booker T. at five times world champion. I will continue striving to improve. So it looks like uh, apparently things are back to uh, being, let's just say, um, like I said, back to normal between Queen Naomi and Booker T. Meanwhile, in baseball news, however, mind you, some games are going on tonight in night two of the season. The Chicago Cubs were in the top of the ninth, inning, three nothing. While earlier today, the Braves, of course, however, lost a tough one in ten innings. However, meanwhile, the Pirates are losing in the last of the fifth, two nothing, and it is now over. The Cubs did win, however, three to nothing. However, so there you go. Among the other games going on tonight, Miami's being my uh, Philadelphia five to two in the eighth inning. Cleveland's up two nothing. Boston is beating Mall and 10 nothing, and the Blue Jays are up 6-4 in Tampa Bay. Speaking of the Blue Jays, however, they can now say their new home is Buffalo. Yes, folks, the city of Buffalo, the home of their triple affiliate, the Buffalo Bison Tower, announced today that they will begin the season at Tampa on Friday, and then their first scheduled home game will be next Wednesday and Thursday, however, against the defending champs, the Washington Nationals in Buffalo. And finally, how we have not heard an update after what happened in that very physical meltdown between Adam Cole and Pat McAfee yesterday on the Pat McAfee Show. But we will continue to update you with this story, however. And, of course, coming up in a little bit, speaking of baseball, we've got Mike Trout and the LA Angels taking on the Oakland Athletics here in just a little bit. It looks like, how we see some uh, cardboard cutouts in the crowd, if you will, however. So there you go. All
2: right, thank you very much, your J.D., uh, of course, JD along with Kean T Smith is King ice your 2017 Hall of Fame News tag team they're bringing all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS radio and network I'll be back and back of in course, the myself okay uh, they bring all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS radio network and of course if the news doesn't fit they always find a way to make it fit and of course speaking of GTS of course super glue and duct tape uh, <clears throat> of course, you uh, of course, the old fashioned method here, we of course, we have not changed it, nor we would ever decide ever to change it for the past five years, nor we would, we would even try to do so. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, human suplex machine, John Gross, of course, not here with us here tonight. So I'll be taking care of your rest of the history and birthdays here uh, for today, July the 24th. Uh let's see what we have here on so if we get that pulled back up here. Give me just a second. Okay. Uh s- s- sorry about that here, folks. Uh okay. Uh on this date here in um on this day here in 1987 in Houston, Texas, Sherry Martel in her WF debut defeated the fabulous Bula to win the WWF women's title. The former AWA women's champion would be rechristened Sensational Sherry and would hold the title until October 1988 when she was defeated by Rock and Robin. The win at, ended Moolah's last WWF women's title reign until her brief one-week run in late 1999. <clears throat> Let's see here. On this date here, give me just one second here to get this pulled up here, folks. On this day here in 1996, in Cincinnati, Ohio, Rick and Scott Steiner defeated Harlem Heat to win the WCW World Tag Team titles. The Steiners would lose them just three days later in Atlanta, back to Harlem Heat. Let's see here. Let's see. On this day here in 1999, in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Edge defeated Jeff Jarrett to win the Intercontinental title. Ken Shamrock was the originally scheduled opponent, but due to travel issues, he could not make the show. And an interesting story, Edge wasn't even aware he was going to win the title that night until the referee made the three count. But the feel-good hometown moment wouldn't last as Jarrett would win the title back the next night at the fully loaded pay-per-view. <clears throat> On this day here in 2000, on WCW Monday Nitro from Cleveland, Ohio, <clears throat> Lance Storm defeated Big Vito in a title for title match to win the WCW Hardcore title. Storm's United States title was also at stake in this match. Uh, let's see here. On let's see, you mean on this date here in 2001 at a SmackDown taping in JD's the Woods, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Kurt Angle defeated Booker T by submission to win the WCW World Title. Earlier that evening, Chris Canyon is awarded the WCW United States Title by both Stephanie McMahon and Booker T. On this date here in 2005, WWE presented the Great American Bash from the HSBC Arena in Buffalo, New York. About 8,000 were in attendance, with 279,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. The event is noted for the final appearance of Mark Kopani, who, of course, played the controversial character Muhammad Hassan. Hassan was taken off TV due to mounting pressure from UPN after a terrorist like angle aired on the same day of the London bombings. Increased public pressure forced WWE to drop the character altogether. After two months of developmental, Kopani was officially released. <clears throat> the event was voted the worst major wrestling show of 2005. In a Sunday Night Heat pre-show match, Paul London defeated Nunzio to retain the Cruiserweight title. Road Warrior Animal and Heidenreich, the New Legion of Doom, defeated MNM, Joey Mercury, and Johnny Nitro to win the WWE Tag Team titles. Booker T defeated Christian. <coughs> Orlando Jordan defeated Chris Benoit to retain the U.S. title. The Undertaker defeated Muhammad Hassan. The Mexicos, who was Super Crazy, Juventud, and Psychosis, defeated the Blue World Order, who was Big Stevie Cool, the Blue Meanie, and Hollywood Nova. Rey Mysterio defeated Eddie Guerrero. Melina defeated Tori Wilson in a bra and panties match, with Candice Michelle being the special guest referee. And JBL defeated Batista by DQ in a world heavyweight title match. On this date here in 2006, Stephanie McMahon-Levesque and her husband Paul, of course you know Triple H, have their first child together, of course Aurora Rose. The couple will have two more children in the next four years. Murphy Claire was born in 2008, and Vaughn Evelyn was born in 2010. <clears throat> On this day here in 2007, WWE signs Ted DiBiase Jr. to a developmental deal. The son of the million-dollar man Ted DiBiase, he would win the FCW Southern heavyweight title before joining the main roster in May 2008. He would win two more tag team titles with another third-generation wrestler Cody Rhodes and also star in the movie The Marine 2 before being released in 2013. On this date here in 2009, Ring of Honor presented the first of two nights of death before dishonor seven from the Ted Reeve Arena in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Here are the the matches that took place. And, of course, we have three pre-show matches, pre-show dark matches, I should say. The first one, Tyson Dude defeated Rip Impact. Uh, Also, Alex Payne and Bobby Dempsey defeated the Flatliners. That was Asylum and Matt Burns. And also, Rhett Titus defeated Jimmy Stone. As for the remaining matches, Al Generico, who, of course, we know is Sami Zayn, and Sanjay Dutt fought to a 15-minute time and draw. The Briscoes, Jay and Mark, defeated the Super Smash Brothers, who was Player Uno and Player Dos. Dilo Brown defeated Frankie the Mobster. The Embassy, who was Bison Smith, Claudio Castagnoli, of course, we know him as Cesaro, also Jimmy Rave and Joey Ryan, defeated Brent Albright, Cole Cabana, Grizzly Redwood, and Necro Butcher in an eight-man tag team elimination match. Also, Kenny Omega defeated Kenny King, uh, Kevin Steen, who, of course, we know as Kevin Owens, and also Lance Storm defeated the team of Chris Hero and, da- and Davey Richards. And Austin Aries defeated Jerry Lynn, Nigel McGinnis, and Tyler Black, who, of course, we know now as Seth Rollins, in a four-corner survival match to retain the ROH world title. Uh, let's see, on this date here in 2015, Ring of Honor presented Death Before Dishonor uh, 13 from to William J. Myers Pavilion in Baltimore, Maryland. In a pre show dark match, uh, Donovan Dijak defeated Takayaki Watanabe. Also, Silas Young defeated Will Ferreira. Cedric Alexander defeated Moose. Jay Mark Briscoe defeated Roppongi Vice, who was Beretta and Rocky Romero. Adam Cole defeated Dalton Castle. Adam Page defeated ACH in a No DQ match. The Addiction, who was Christopher Daniels and Perky Kazarian. Defeat the Kingdom, who was Matt Taven and Michael Bennett. Uh, Red Dragon, who was Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. And War Machine, who was Hanson and Ray Rowe. And a four-quarter survival match to retain the ROH World Tag Team Titles. Also, Jay Lethal and Roderick Strong fought to a one-hour time in the draw for the ROH World. Also on this date, okay. Also on this date in 2016, uh, WWE presented Battleground from the Verizon Center in Washington D.C. In a pre-show match, Brizongo, Tyler Breeze and Fandango defeated Jimmy and Jay Uso. Uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey defeated Charlotte and David Brooke by submission. Oh. This was Bailey's WWE main roster debut. The Wyatt family, who was Bray Wyatt, Eric Rowan, and Braun Strowman, defeated Biggie, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods of the New Day. Rusev defeated Zack Ryder by submission and retained the U.S. title. Sami Zayn defeated Kevin Owens. Natalia defeated Becky Lynch by submission. The Miz and Darren Young went to a double DQ for the IC title. John Cena, Enzo Amore, and Big Cass defeated AJ Styles, Gallows and Carl Anderson. Also, Dean uh, Dean Ambrose and Dean Ambrose defeated Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins in a triple threat match to retain the WWE World Heavyweight title. Uh, now we got a couple of birthdays here. First off, we want to wish a very happy 45th birthday to Tori and Wilson. Wilson is best known for her stints in both WCW and WWE, but it almost never came to be. After battling anorexia and bulimia for most of her teenage years, she took up fitness modeling, ultimately winning the Miss Galaxy competition in 1999. While attending a WCW show with her boyfriend in 1999, she broke into the wrestling business. After Kevin Nash put in a good word for her, Wilson served as a valet for a number of WCW wrestlers, Most notably, Billy Kidman, whom she would marry in 2003, and divorce in 2008. She was one of about two dozen performers brought into the WWF following the sale of WCW for the Invasion storyline. Her most high-profile storylines were with Dawn Marie in 2003 as a part of Vince's Devils in 2006. Tori retired from wrestling following a back injury in late 2007 and her subsequent release in 2008. Um, More recently, of course, this was as of 2017, more recently, Tori dated uh, New York Yankees third baseman uh, Alex Rodriguez for about three years. But the couple did split in February of 2015. Of course, she has, of course, made several more appearances in WWE, even being a part of the the very first Women's Royal Rumble match in 2018. So there you go. Uh, Of course, a sports figure celebrates his birthday today, as with a wrestling connection, I should say. Happy 57th birthday for famed basketball player Carl Anthony Malone. The one-time wrestler known as the Mailman is best known for his 19 seasons in the NBA, 18 of them with the Utah Jazz. Malone is second all-time in career points, scored with 36,928. Only Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has
3: actually more. He and also had 14,968 NBA. rebounds, 5,238 assists. Went to Louisiana Tech from Summerfield, Field, Louisiana. Six nine two fifty. He won the gold medal in Barcelona and Atlanta with the national team in the Olympics and the FIBA Americas Championship in '92 in Portland. A 14-time All Star, 88 through 98, 2000 through 2002, 89, 93. Two-time All Star game MVP. MVP 97, 99. 88 in 2000, all-NBA second team, all-NBA first team, 11 times 89 through 99, all-NBA third team, number 32 jersey retired by the Jazz, all-Rookie team in 86, all-defensive second team in 88, 97 through 99, three times all-defensive NBA first team, however, the 50th anniversary team, second team All-American in the NABC with Louisiana Tech and Southland Player of the Year in 83, his number 32 jersey has been retired by the Bulldogs of Louisiana Tech.
2: And if you didn't think I was doing this right, J.D., why, why, I was actually in the middle of talking more about this. And holds the NBA record for most three throws made and attempted, for 9,787 and 13,188, respectively. Carl was a 14-time NBA All-Star and a two-time NBA MVP and was an 11-time All-NBA First Team Selection as a member of the nba's 50th anniversary all-time team his number 32 has been retired by the utah jazz malone is also a two-time olympic gold medalist as a member of both the 1992 and 1996 basketball teams in 2010 malone was inducted into the Naismith basketball hall of fame twice as a, worked once as a player for his individual achievements as a member of the 1992 u.s men's olympic basketball team known commonly, of course, as the Dream Team. The wrestling connection here, of course, Malone, a lifelong wrestling fan, wrestled for WCW one time. Uh, it was a losing effort at the 1998 Bash at the Beach when he and DDP were defeated by Hollywood Hogan and Dennis Rodman. The bout was poorly received by critics at the pay-per-view garnered the second highest buy rate in the history of WCW. And now let's see if we have any more wrestling birthdays before we get to a second part of the wrestling history that we do have here. Ladies and gentlemen, you have to excuse the uh, the Iceman here. Whenever we talk about sports and all that, he has got to get, he's got to say a couple of things about it. So, so next time, J.D., if I have anything to talk about with sports, I'm just going to turn it over to you. On uh, <laughs> me. Uh, oh, yes, I will. Yes, but. But sometimes, whenever I mention something about sports, and no disrespect to JD, but he just he's got to jump in and say something. And I don't mind him saying something, but I mean, but I was going to actually let him say something if he wanted
3: to add a little something to it. So. But I will wait for I will wait till you're done because I got one more birthday to report.
2: Okay, no problem. But I know how I know how you get into that JD, and I. And so, but but like I said, this just all I got to ask you, you need to have patience, Glasshopper. Okay. Uh Mitt, while I'm actually talking about the birth the wrestling birthday, you can please bend JD over and spank him with a paddle. Uh, I would appreciate it uh, I JD think you enjoyed that so too much. Ah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, JD knows we're all that's why he went to this that, club but. called Blush. What? Know. <laughs> JD know what I'm talking about about blush. A
2: yeah. uh, D, you slide dog. Uh, of course we did mention we did mention <laughs> of course today is Tori Wilson's forty-fifth birthday. John apparently reported this last night. And I think he may kinda had he may have kind of had the wrong information here. He said yesterday he said yesterday. Was the birthday of of uh, Zach Saber Junior. and actually it's got listed for today. So JD, I might need you to confirm for me: Is Zach Saber Junior.'s birthday was it yesterday or is it today? Can you confirm? It is this?
3: today. He is thirty three years old.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. John must have
3: had, John had that
2: confused apparently. So you might want to mention that to him. He had he must have had that confused. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, we want to wish a very happy uh, 30th birthday to one half of the Raw Tag Team Champions Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins. And also, um, and I've seen this name before. You might need to help me out on this. But we want to win. We- I don't even know if this is a man or a woman, to be honest with you. But this person is celebrating a 20, give me a minute. Yeah, a 28th birthday, MJ Jenkins.
1: Yeah, I Yeah, of- he's.
3: Yeah, he was on. uh
1: a man,
2: the man, man or woman. Man. A man, man. man. To man, okay. But who is it? Mm-hmm. I mean, who would? Would we know him? Would we know this person as and uh, by a better name? I um, I like that. He was honey um,
3: I know he was on AEW. How recently? How?
2: Okay. Okay, but anyway, happy birthday to MJ Jenkins, also Angelo Dawkins, Zack Sabre Jr., Carl uh, Malone, as well as, of course, Tori Wilson. Now, we do have another piece of history here, guys. I've got to bring this up. Um, and, of course, uh, we all know this all all too well here. This actually happened five years ago today, 2015. And when I say a couple of names here, you'll know what I'm talking about. This was, of course, happened back in 2015. Terry Bollea, best known around the world as legendary wrestler Hulk Hogan, is fired from the WWE after the National Enquirer and Radar Online presented transcripts of a racist rant caught on tape. The tape which, from which the rant came dating back to 2007 would be the center of a lawsuit pitting the wrestler against Gawker Media the parent company of the site of the same name that leaked the tape. The inquirer said that the rant stemmed from a discussion regarding Brooke Hogan, or of course, Hulk Hogan's daughter, sleeping with the son of an African-American music producer who was working with Brooke at the time. The statements verified by multiple independent sources included multiple uses of a racial slur. Um, and I'm just going to, I'm going to warn this down as best I possibly can. She is making, and this is, this is I guess this is what uh, Hulk said. She's making some real bad decisions now. My daughter Brooke jumped sides on me. I spent two to three million dollars on her music career. I've done everything like a jack you-know-what for her. This was one of Hogan's m- m- more benign remarks on the tape, where he also said, I guess we're all a little racist. The remarks towards Brooke's boyfriend would turn crass. Including words, I don't know if Brooke was effing the black guy's son. I mean, I don't have double standards. I mean, I am a racist to a point. F and N, and you all know what I'm saying there. But then, when it comes to when it when it comes to nice people and stuff and whatever, I mean, I'd rather I'd rather if she was going to F some N, I'd rather have her marry an eight foot tall in worth a hundred million dollars, like a basketball player. I guess we're all little racist F N, and, and you all know what I mean when I say say that. Mm-hmm. Hogan. Hogan would get the, and of course, uh, and and of course, and of course, the apologies for the simile here, but this this was done by, like I said, the author of the story, the Chris Benoit treatment, with all of his merchandise pulled in his his history virtually scrubbed. On the WWE website. In addition, all of his action figures currently in stock were recalled, and Hogan was pulled as a playable character from the upcoming WWE 2K16 video game. In addition to Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling, the 1980s cartoon series was removed from the WWE Network streaming service, though his matches and many of his video specials remain. At the time of his firing, Hogan was a judge on the Tough Enough reboot and was on a Legends deal with the company. WB issued this statement following his firing. This is what they said. WB terminated his contract with Terry Belay, also known as Hulk Hogan. WWE is committed to embracing and celebrating individuals from all backgrounds, as demonstrated by the diversity of our employees, performers, and fans worldwide. Reaction of the firing came from all sides, including Booker T, Mark Henry, Big E, MMA fighter Tito Ortiz, CM Punk, H- Hulk Star, or Scott Steiner, The Rock, and comedian Hannibal, H- Hannibal Burris, even adult website Brazzers, took a jab at Hogan. A few hours after his firing, Hogan issued an apology in a statement to People Magazine. He says, eight years ago, I used offensive language during a conversation. It was unacceptable for me to have used that offensive language. There is no excuse for it, and I apologize for having done it. This is, this is not who I am. I believe very strongly that every person in the world is important and should not be treated differently based on race, gender, orientation, religious beliefs, or otherwise. I am disappointed with myself that I use language that is offensive and inconsistent with my own beliefs. Also in a statement, Hogan's lawyer David Houston contended that Hogan resigned from the company and was not fired. A month later, Hogan went on an image rehab tour. Talking to TMZ and even appearing on ABC's Good Morning America and Nightline. This is a part of the interview. Out of everything that I've been through, this, this one hit me probably the hardest. I was at the lowest point in my life to the point where I want to kill myself. Yes, I was suicidal and I was very mad at my daughter for really no reason. I was upset over a situation happened between her and her boyfriend and I had no idea I was being taped. No, I'm not. I'm not a racist. I never should have said what I said. It was wrong. I'm embarrassed by it, but a lot of people need to realize that yet you inherit things from your environment. When I grew up was South Tampa, and it was a really rough neighborhood, very low income, and all my friends we greet each other saying that word. The word was just thrown around like it was nothing. I would say that is very fair. He inherited a racial bias. The environment I grew up in, all my white friends, all my black friends. To hear the word on a daily basis, when they greet me in the morning, that's what they say to me. Good morning, so-and-so. I think that was a part of the culture and the environment I grew up in. Oh, my gosh, please forgive me. Please forgive me. I'm a nice guy. It's not the Hulk Hogan that rips his shirt off and bang, 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 slams giants. You know, I'm Terry Bollea. I'm just a normal man. Everything I've done my whole career, my whole life, it was like it never happened. Yeah, like I never existed. Oh, my gosh, it was devastating. If, any, if anybody should have this on me, it should have been Brooke, you know, she should have been the one that throw me out like the trash bin and said She showed me more love than anybody. She's been so supportive. She's been the direction of my attack, you know, I was not so mad at her boyfriend. I was mad at her, you know, and she instantly said, I don't even need to forgive you because I'm not mad at you. It's because a person makes a mistake, just don't throw them away. You don't throw good people away. If everybody at their lowest point was judged on one thing they said and all of a sudden your whole career was wiped out today because of something you said 10 or 20 years ago, it'd be a sad world. People get better every day. People get better. In March 2016, after multiple delays, Hogan and Gawker finally faced off in court over the sex tape and whether Hogan's privacy was violated into what degree. The two-week trial ended with a six-person jury finding in favor of Hogan. He was awarded a total of $140 million in damages from Gawker, including $55 million in compensatory damages, $60 million for emotional distress, and $25 million in punitive damages. The punitive damages were awarded the Monday after the trial ended. Hogan also sued radio shock jock Thomas Clem, also known as Bubba the Love Sponge, along with his, along with Thomas's then-wife Heather Cole. That suit was settled back in 2012 for just $5,000. Gawker Media filed an appeal in April 2016 claiming that the amount of damages should should greatly be reduced and that key evidence in the trial was wrongful, wrongly withheld. The evidence was subsequently released by the Florida 2nd District Court of Appeal, according to the racist rant that got fired. The audio transcript was released to the public by the National Choir and Death and Taxes magazine. Both motions were denied in late May 2016. A few months after, Hogan sued Gawker a second time, alleging Gawker was responsible for the racial slurry. In June 2016, Gawker filed a motion for a stay of execution on awarding the judgment, saying it could not afford the judgment nor the bond need to appeal the case, which was fifty million million. That motion was also denied, prompting Gawker Media to file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Gawker CEO Nick Denton would also file for bankruptcy. In August 2016, Univision Communications bought Gawker Media's assets, including six Gawker websites, which include sports site, Deadspin, science site, Gizmodo, auto site, Jalopnik, women's site, Jezebel, video game site, Kotaku, and life hack site, Lifehacker, for $135 million. The main Gawker was also included in the sale the Univision opted to shut down operations following the sale, and its employees transferred to other websites or elsewhere within Univision. In November 2016, Gawker and Belaya reached a settlement for $31 million. As part of the settlement, three posts involved in legal proceedings, including the infamous Belaya post, was taken down from the site. Gawker also waived their appeal. Many speculate that Belaya's return to WWE may be a matter of when, if not, it's been rumored quite, quite a bit over the last year. For now, Balea or Hogan, of course Hogan, having whatever you want to call him, remains persona non grata on WWE programming. But of course, I think I think pretty much that that's also water under the bridge because he is now once again back in good standing with WWE as far as as far as all that is concerned. Let let me ask you guys about this piece of history here, JD. What was your take about the whole thing involving Hogan? What was your thoughts? About?
3: Hogan was wrong. I mean, he knows what he did was wrong, however, and now here it is five years later and uh, there hasn't been much, too much to say about it since then, however, but uh, I know for a while they were talking about bringing him back at some point, in some way, shape, or form. The question is, will he come back in any capacity at some point? We'll have to wait and see, but right now, only time will tell, but right now I'd say at this point, however, what he did back then five years ago was absolutely despicable, deplorable, and absolutely gutless in every sense of the word. And he was totally wrong about what he did. Huh? Was it
2: right like, like for WWE to do the Chris Benoit
3: treatment on Hogan? Yes, I think so. He deserved it.
2: Okay. All right. Okay, thank you. Mitt, what was your take about the whole thing involving
3: Hogan?
1: Yeah, I agree with JD. But I kind of don't blame Hogan the way he was. Trying to protect book, but he could have done it better. Because remember, sure. he did it on mm-hmm. Hugging those Vest, but he had a metal detector or something in that person's car to follow where they were going or whatever.
2: Certainly.
1: Mm-hmm. Certainly. Okay. Okay. Justin, did you
2: have any thoughts about? Um this piece of history that took place on this date in 2015 concerning Paul Hogan. Nothing? Really? Okay. All right. He really didn't have nothing, that much to say about it. Okay. Thank thank you, gentlemen, for bringing that to our attention. Uh, and Justin said they pretty much saying it was not good. Well, I would agree with that most definitely before we of course move on here i think JD said he had one or two birthdays he wanted to bring up jd please go ahead and proceed.
1: jd boja's man could...
2: hey jd the mount he's knocking on your door <laughs> yeah okay we'll come back to JD here in just a few minutes here but thank you thank you everyone for beginning their thoughts and opinions about uh about uh, about uh, of course this this topic here and of course happy birthday of course to who all that we mentioned here tonight here as well let's give it the number one more time here folks 1-605-562-0444 caller id 138055 pound it is 10 10 p.m eastern time of course on on of course uh Friday July twenty fourth two thousand twenty episode eight sixty four of Revolution uh Mr. W US Chad Henshaw alongside the Ice Jared D. Girolamo, as well as of course Akita Club Memphis as well as as well as of course of course here the soul man Justin Lewis Fleming um here uh um i uh, here with you, with here with you here, of course, here tonight. Uh, we hope, of course, to hear, hopefully, here's at some point here from, uh, I did actually uh, get a couple messages a little while ago from both the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and Danny from Oak Park, and they're both are going to try their best to come on tonight. There's no promises and guarantees right now, but we hope to hear from them, of course, before the show's over with tonight. In the meantime here, while we wait on J.D. to return, uh, uh, Mitt, did you want to leave any thoughts and opinions about uh, about SmackDown?
1: No, I oh, really don't have much to say about it. Okay,
2: no, that's no problem. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Justin, any thoughts about SmackDown? Did anything stand out as far as you're concerned about it? Okay, let's see. I think Justin's going to put something down. I think this chase is a good guy. uh Okay, he's saying here uh, uh, Sasha and Bailey aren't driving Alexa and Nikki apart. Alexa is doing that to herself because we know she never cared about Nikki Cross becoming the SmackDown Women's Champion. Okay, well, that's a very unique point there. JD, are you back with us?
1: I'm
3: here.
2: Okay. Uh, J.D., you did mention here before, here a little while ago, that you had another piece of pop culture uh, history or birthday you wanted to bring up.
3: Yes. Happy birthday goes out to Barry Bonds, formerly of the San Francisco Giants. The home run king turns 55 today. He played 21 years in the Bigs Bank, 298 with 762 home runs, 2935 hits. 1996 runs batted in 514 stolen bases. He was a coach with the Marlins in 2016 and also played like I said that many. He had 73 home runs in one season, 2558 career bases on balls, 232 bases on balls in a single year, a single season on base percentage of 6.609 and single slugging percentage of .863. He won the bronze in the Amateur World Series uh in the 194 Amateur World Series. However, uh representing the US team, huh? A fourteen time all star 1992 through ninety eight, two thousand through two thousand four and two thousand seven. Uh his, member of the Giants Ball of Fame in uh, his number twenty five jersey he has been retired. Home RBI Leader nineteen ninety three, ninety three and two thousand one, home run leader two thousand and two and two thousand four two time NL band champion. A one oh two oh four Hank Aaron award winner three times. Silver slug award winner 96-97, and then two thousand two two thousand four Eight times Gold Glove, 93, 94, 96, and 98. And seven times MVP, 92 through 93, 2001, and 2004. His godfather is Willie Mays, believe it or not. So happy birthday to Barry Bonds, formerly the Pittsburgh Pirates and the San Francisco Giants, a member of the Falco Scandal. And, of course, who wrote, of course, books such as uh, Game of Shadows, Love Me, Hate Me, Bonds on Bonds. And, uh, let's just say, a very uh, unique player, but also a very controversial one at the same time, mind you.
2: Okay. Thank you very much there, J.D. Uh, J.D., any thoughts you wanted to you wanted to bring to our attention about uh, about tonight's edition of SmackDown?
3: Well, we did hear that apparently Kofi Kingston will be out for six weeks apparently after the injury he suffered on Sunday. Also, apparently, everyone's fair, court jester, King, Coxstain, Baron Corbin, however, Decide to put up uh, riddle, however, uh, mind you, however, has put a bounty on uh, as a bounty on his um, as a bounty on his behalf for King Corbin. Corbin announced after Ruby Tony's has putting a bounty out on real soon. Anyone who can prove that Riddle does well not want smack down will take the bounty. Gee, why don't you just blow Corey Graves, your boyfriend there, Cockstein Corbin, and your p- little boyfriend, how Kevin Dunn, along with Bruce Pritchard. I mean, this show tonight. Was an absolute cluster joke. You had the stupid role models Sasha and Boily start the show. However, with their stupid little mouth. However, after Alexa and Nikki, of course, were fighting. However, apparently to see who would face Boily next week, and then of course we saw. At the beginning, however, uh, like I said, that tension build up. Power. And then, of course, we had the barroom fight. Jeff Hardy did win that one. But, yeah, uh, this show, again, just goes to show you more and more that Bruce Prichard and Kevin Dickbagdon done don't care. And especially when they decide to insult Jeff Hardy and his fans and his family by just saying what oh, Jeff Hardy's issues are about being an alcoholic. I'm saying, hi, my name is Jeff Hardy. I'm an alcoholic. So, yeah, great move done. Great move, Prichard. Why don't you just give Vince McMahon a suck Robin Tug and suck his ball, old man. Geriatric balls too. You guys are an absolute waste of space. It continues to be a joke every Friday night. I just wish right now that Fox would just pull this off the air and just end the pain. It's, it's getting worse and worse every week. It really is. And I do have a little bit of the soundbite. I think what uh, Kofi said to Biggie. In fact, I going to cue up. In fact, I can try to. Fi- I'm trying to find the volume if I can. Huh? But, no, here is uh, what everyone's very court gesture, Cox-stain Corbin, had to say to Matt Riddle after the Tony Right match.
1: Maybe you should go to 205 Live. I bet you'd be a top guy there. Matt, I am so confident that you don't belong here that I am officially putting out a king's ransom to anybody that can prove to the world That you don't
3: belong in my kingdom. And you know what you can do with that King's Ransom core? Why don't you just go blow fucking Corey Graves out his ass, Howard, and suck his ass like you do every week, you fucking cock stain. You'd love to suck cock anyway. You're best, best... (laughs) Oh, done <laughs> <in their pictures. laughs> and then your boyfriend's like that, by like, basically deep throating them every chance you get because you're such an ass clown, along with your little buddies, Bailey and Sasha, however, or should I say, Boily and the Smurf, however, who once again had to run their stupid little whorish mouths tonight and say, Oh, we're such a Raumars. We're so great at everything. Yeah, well, guess what, Sasha? You're going to be screaming like a little bitch on Monday when you tap out in the Oscar lock because your little girlfriend, Boily, is going to cost you the match. And then guess what? Boily, you're gonna lose on Monday Friday night, Howard, unless you have your little smurf friend win as well. But we'll see how we'll see what happens. But yeah, again, this show was an absolute shit storm coming down and it was an absolute subpar show. Once again, showing how bad the Friday night show continues to be. It is an absolute waste of space. It really is. Okay. Well ladies and
2: gentlemen, I mean way WWE has been going at it here lately, even before the pandemic happened, I mean, WWE, WWE has started suffering here big time here. And, of course, like I said, and I said even before this pandemic happened, that it just goes back to, like I said, when AEW first came on the scheme and all that, they, WWE was not 100% prepared for the amount of competition and the amount of talent that AEW was going to bring to the table. So, and, and, and look what's going on right now. I mean, sure, like I said, both companies, I mean, all of wrestling right now, I mean, pretty much everything at this point in time is suffering here big time here because of the situation pandemic. But AEW is, is able to withstand it a li- just a little bit better than what's going on here with, uh, than what's going on here with uh, um, uh, going on in WWE. Why do you think, like I said, you know that you know, a, like AEW and Impact, Ring of Honor, and all of them? Of course, we wetting their whistles, trying to get all those, all those that was let go back in April, man. And let me tell you something; they didn't take long, they didn't take them that long to gobble them all up. And then, of course, what happened at Simoniversary? You saw about majority of them, uh, you know, uh, coming in there, especially. Uh, let me see. Uh, Credit if I'm wrong, Eric Young came back to impact after being WWE for a while. Uh, the club is there now. Uh, he Slater, I mean, I mean the I mean the thing about it is, I mean, it's just been it's just been it's just been one, like I said, one little thing after another here. So, you know, uh, so so the so like I said, the bottom line here. Is that WWE right now at leaps and bounds is like I said suffering and suffered and and it's and it's suffering here, and it's suffering here big time and and like I said the more the more things continue to happen you know it's just it's just you know AEW is going to continue to climb that mountain. And they're they're very close to the top of it right now. In fact, I mean, I, I really do think that they that they're getting ready to knock Mr. Man right off this pedestal and take over that, that throne as one, as the best wrestling promotion out there. Bottom line, plain and simple. So and I think ladies and gentlemen, we do have it. we do have of course uh, We do have someone else now coming in on the line here. Let's go ahead and bring him in here right now to Revolution 864. He is, of course, uh, what gave a tremendous effort here last night here against JD uh, for the, uh, let me see here, what was it for? Yes, for the uh, AEW uh, US FTW title. Uh, Very, very close matchup here last night, if I do say so myself. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, he is, he is, of course, no no stranger to the belts. As, of course, we all know, he is one half of the NWA U.S. World Tag Team Champions alongside, of course, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dots. Ladies and gentlemen, Halen, of course, from up north there in New York, in New York New York City, wherever you want to call it. Uh, of course, uh, the place that never sleeps, as they always say, the big apple up there indeed. And he takes a bite of it every single day, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, now that here he is right now, the loose, we call him the loose cannon. We also call him the Shaq Attack. Of course, we also know him better, ladies and gentlemen, as the one and the only uh, uh our version of the of, of 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 the man named Shaq, Shaquille Cole Cephas. Let's go ahead and bring him in here right now. Shaq, welcome, of course, to episode 864 Revolution. You got myself along with JD, Mitt, and Justin here tonight. Uh, we do welcome you, sir. Thank you.
0: How's everyone doing tonight? Um, just came off of watching SmackDown, and now I'm ending the night with um with some, to quote A Rod, with some
1: baseball. That's
3: what I'm doing too. I'm watching the, Let's on the uh, Angels team here in a minute.
0: Yeah, it's um okay. A's against uh, um, Angels. Two. Ooh.
2: Okay. Um, Shaq, just, um, just uh, like I said, we were just, of course, d- discussing here about, uh, of course, what uh, about SmackDown here tonight. Let's get any personal thoughts that you have, of course, about tonight's, um, I guess, mediocre mediocre episode of SmackDown here, if you wish, sir. Please go ahead and see what you have on hand. Um, the show started out a little a little
0: weird. Started out with um Sasha and Bailey stirring the pot up once again. And then Bliss Cross Bliss Cross Applesauce come out and because Cross is pit pissed that she got screwed out of her opportunity at the SmackDown with his title because of Sasha. And then Bailey makes the match of um Nikki Cross against Alexa Bliss, and the winner of that match faces Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Title next week. And it was a really good match between Bliss and Cross. And even before the commercial break, they both went out Sasha and Bailey, and that was a really good one too. And at the end, Nikki Cross pulled, got one over over Alexa Bliss, and it was a very well done. She was very pretty much playing possum. And then we have, um, I think we have what is it? Matt Riddle against Tony Nieves. Oh, actually, no, it was um, Firefly Funhouse. He was just highlighting what happened in the Swamp Fight, and I thought it was well well done. I thought it was. um, I thought Bray is all right now. Bray is just a creative masterpiece right now on SmackDown with what he's done with the cinematic matches since WrestleMania. And I think he's I think he's ready to unleash the fiend. And I think he's ready to win back that Universal Championship probably at SummerSlam. And then we have Matt Riddle who was able to talk with John on Wednesday being beating on um, Tony Nese. And like it was quick and easy, and then he calls out King Corbin, actually, or King Caillou. And now, <laughs> and now Caillou basically throwing up a king's ransom, putting a bounty on Matt Riddle's head. Whoever could take out Matt Riddle, and it's like sounds similar to what Triple H put a body on Goldberg's head when Goldberg was world champion in two thousand three. And I don't know if that's going to end too well for King Corbin. But then we go to, like, Miz TV with Naomi. And that was well done, very well done promo by Naomi. And I'm loving what they're doing with Naomi. I'm hoping that um this all leads to Naomi winning the SmackDown Women's Championship. Probably not at this moment, but like maybe down the line, maybe like twenty, maybe heading have into already- 2021, something like that. Yeah. So so I sounds sounds good. And then apparently we had like a like a four-way where Grand Matter League won and he gets the he's the number one contender for a championship of his choosing and he chooses AJ Styles' Intercontinental Championship and this is going to be a very interesting fight next week i feel like there's like two clashing styles next week and it's going to be really interesting to see how this turns out and we saw like this video of um mandy rose and otis just like just being in love and i'm not gonna lie it's, that looked a little too cheesy for my liking. I'm like, well, at least now we know where the hell they've been, and we know where Otis has been. And I'm just hoping Otis can cash it in soon before The Fiend wins it, because then I wouldn't mind seeing Otis against The Fiend. But that's not going to end you well.
1: Otis to win with the case or lose? the
0: case. I think he may... If it's against The Fiend, he's definitely going to lose. If it's against Braun, and then Braun gets choked out, I think Otis takes advantage and wins it. And then Mm -hmm. we got that... Then we got a promo building up to the bar fight, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And it's really started out with a freaking... Seamus in his in his brawl outfit, his Irish brawl outfit, and then Jeff Hardy in his um normal wrestling outfit. And this is started out a little weird. I love the back and forth action, had to get into the commercial break. And then like I'm like, damn, they used the uriner in that match, but I kinda expected that. It is a bar fight. And that's not all to the action sounds like a typical bar fight to me anyway. And after we came off a commercial, a bartender gets his revenge for the time being. I'm like, Oh, I remember you. You're the one that got doused a couple of weeks ago. I remember you. And then Hardy, I didn't know Hardy could do a power bomb, and he did a really good power bomb. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And and then um basically and then Seamus whacks him with a stool. You're thinking the match is done. Had the hat over his face, and then Seamus put the hat, took the hat off of his face. Face paint comes in. Brother Nero comes in, and then starts beating his ass down. And then class up on that already set up ladder. Hits a Swanton, and then it's one, two, three, and. He ends it, and the match is over. Jeff Hardy wins, and I'm just hoping this whole feud is done after this. Cause, like, my God, that was that was a little distasteful out there.
2: Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. My goodness. Uh, what would you, uh, Shaq? What would you give? What would you give, What would you give tonight's edition of SmackDown? If you were to rate it between one and ten, um,
0: I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go four and a half, actually. Okay.
2: Okay. Mitt, would you well, between one and ten? What would you give SmackDown? Tonight?
1: A four. A four.
2: J.D., between four, uh, 1 and 10, what would you give tonight now? J.D., get your head out of the bathroom and please answer my question. Uh, okay, he the <laughs> step up. I'm Justin,
3: here. Between, uh,
2: J.D., between 1 and 10, what would you give
3: tonight smack now? A 2. I mean, it was bad, and I was going to ask you this, Shaq. What do you think about Kofi being out six weeks now?
0: Oh. I think that's huge because now Biggie is all alone. Yeah. Because heaven knows when the hell Xavier Woods is coming back, and now Kofi's going to be out for six weeks. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah.
2: Now let's see what tag team steps up. I mean, I mean, what, what tag what tag teams are left to step
0: up is, is this going to be the question. Because I'm thinking Lucha House Party as a face by default because the other tag teams you have left are the Forgotten Sons, but they haven't been on TV since Rutgers' comments after the Black Lives Matter thing started. Then you got Miz and Morrison. They're already heels. And do you really want to turn them face right now when they're like doing some meditating shit as heels? And then the well, and then one of the Usos is out until early 2021, so they're out. So
1: and Mustafa we'll Ali's McHenry. on raw, and you got heavy machinery with the heavy using Otis right now.
0: Oh. Yo, I almost forgot about Henry Machinevy because Otis is the <laughs> Mr. Money in the Bank.
3: And he's him and, and Mindy are going to do their whole thing next week.
0: Hmm. Yeah, but SmackDown's
3: tag team division.
0: Actually, no. The main boss's tag team division is a mess. Between Raw and SmackDown. Especially SmackDown, because it feels like there's no other tag teams left. Two base off against Nakamura and Cesaro.
2: Like what the hell? You don't have, like you said, they don't have that much. Of, they don't have that much of an option, unless decide, unless they decide to bring possibly some NXT tag teams up, or if they maybe transition some Raw tag teams over. Other than that, I mean, they don't have that much of a choice, unless they I also decide you? to put. Go ahead,
3: Judy. I was going to say, you got two title matches next week, obviously. First, you're going to have, of course, uh, the whole thing with uh, Boily and, uh, of course, uh, let's just say Alexa. And now you got, of course, apparently, uh, Grand Metalik earning an IC title shot against AJ Styles after winning tonight. Against Shorty Dre, Drew Pepperjack, Gulak, and Lindsay Dorado, however. And uh, the, the love story between Otis and Mandy will continue. It's just... I mean, I've said this so many times, I mean, I, I'm going to go back to saying it again, and I keep saying it all the time. I think right now, and maybe will agree with you check, you might agree too, and maybe just a little too, and everyone would maybe agree to disagree. The problem with SmackDown is right now you have an ass-clown of a writer in that pissant, totally uh, puffed-up little, uh, let's just say, what's another good, besides pissed-up uh P- pissed, uh, 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 penguin. I'm trying to think of another name. How Oh yeah, the little uh, pompous ass. Pompous. In Bruce Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard does not know how. Bruce Pritchard does not know how to write television right now. I mean, he is doing nothing ever since he got. I mean into the chair of SmackDown last year, and even with him on Raw, he is doing nothing on Monday and Friday nights to make the shows any better. He continues to put on the same bullshit over and over and over again. And it's getting ridiculous. And Friday night, I said it earlier before you came on, Shaq, and I think Mint heard me about this time. If I'm Fox right now, I think it's time to say to Fox right now, we're going to shut down your show on Friday nights because it just continues to be absolutely ridiculous every
2: Friday night. It really is. It's not getting better. Of course it is. I mean that's I mean I don't know why they hadn't even done it before now. Yeah. I mean I mean I mean I mean point being point blank right now. They, they they right 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 now what they what they really need to do, like I said, they know that 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 SmackDown is struggling big time here, and it hasn't gotten any better ever since they moved that show over to Fox. And the thing is, now they don't even have the incentive anymore. They don't even have backstage anymore. They got rid of it recently. So I mean, I mean, you don't. I mean, WWE really is almost getting ready to lose the foothold right now with Fox. Right now, all they got left right now that's keeping them afloat with them. As SmackDown continues to suffer, they're going to lose that altogether. And next thing you know, Fox is actually going to tell WWE, hey, let me tell you something. We got rid of one of your shows. You got this one left, and it's about ready to go. It's about ready to tip the tank. You need to, we just simply, and the thing is, if it continues to do this sort of thing, you're done with us. You need to simply just to go ahead and take that show and go put it somewhere else. Because, like I said, Fox is up. Right now, WWE is on thin ice with Fox right now. If thin SmackDown ice. continues to think like it is, that, that relationship's done. It's done big time. And WWE is going to start running out of options here big time to the point to where they're not gonna have any choice but to put that possibly on the network or something. You do that, a lot of people are not gonna be able to watch it unless you have got the blame network. So, I mean, I mean, why do you think, like I said, as I said before, why do you think AEW, even though that they're also suffering here too with this pandemic going on, why do you think they're still kind of faring a whole lot better than WWE is right now? It's because right now they're and
1: it's said that. Impact is doing a lot better than dirty dirty right now in terms of storytelling.
2: Well, of course. I mean, well, we've seen that, yes.
1: And I and, and Mitt,
2: I agree with it. Everybody in wrestling right now, I'm going to say it right here. I'm going to say it flat out. Mitt, JD, Shaq, Justin, y'all can agree with me. Y'all, y'all may not have to, but this is just my personal opinion. Based. Just put it all together here. With all the wrestling you got going on right now, it's safe to say that, e- that even even if these, sh- even these shows don't have to do it on a combined basis, but every single one of these shows right now are doing 10 times better than what WWE is placing right now. Tenfold. Impact is coming back strong. Ring of Honor is coming back. New Japan is coming back strong. AEW continues to... to to dominate here, big time here. Like I said, WWE is losing the football as the king in the mountain, and 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 they're not going to admit it. Even and you know Mr. Man's not going to admit anything and all that. That means defeat for him. But like I said, this is that is what is going on. And like I said, before too long, they're going to lose every single little thing, and WWE is going to have to start using better tactics if they want to stay afloat. And as far as I'm concerned. Now, agree with me with that or disagree with me with that, whichever, however y'all feel about it. The bottom line here is all these other companies right now are producing a lot more better stuff right now than WWE is, and even more so, they're using former WWE talent to get it done. It's because they're seeing the potential that all these guys and gals brought to WWE. Vince McMahon never bothered to export it, or never got the chance to exploit it because, like I said, all he cared about was what he wanted, what he wanted to see. He didn't give a darn about well, all these other ideas that all these other guys and gals had. He wanted what he wanted, and that is what's hurting WWE right now. Is what Vince is what Vince McMahon is. is Vince McMahon is what's hurting that company right now. Its own creator. and it's the fact
1: it's, hurt, it's, the fact it's PG, which is not getting you nowhere.
2: What and that's a very good point here, too. And the thing about this sooner or later, here you've got to actually, you can't, as I said before with the stimulus thing, JD. You heard me say this here a little while ago. The thing is, you want to do things properly, yes. And I understand you want to do things properly, but right now is not the time to do it properly because the formula is not working. It's not working, it's that's why we're that's why everything is struggling like it is. It's because you're doing everything by the book. You need to take, you need to, you need to go past that and go beyond that to get something really, really fired up and going. If you do that, once you get everything well established, then okay, you can go back and reconsider that, you know? But no, they want to continue to play it that way and they think that idea is going to work. Yeah. How long is it going to take it before people just before before we all go under and everything like that? With with everything
0: that's going on in the world. Oh, and and Chad, and to add on to what you just said, and I agree with a lot of it, it doesn't help WWE's cause is that their ratings are down when there was no live sports, like since like mid March. Now sports are coming back like crazy. Last night, 4 million viewers watched. The Yankees versus the Nationals. And that's the most ESPN's gotten for opening day ever. And I'm saying and the fact that WWE's struggling when there's no live sports and they always struggle when there's even before like football season comes in. Because
2: they're ready to say that. Monday night football for example. One thing.
3: Look, always look, what they, look, what, look what they probably did tonight for the Milwaukee Chicago Cubs game. I'm sure that the Cubs and Brewer Game outdrew Fox tonight. And they've got to be embarrassed about that. Big time.
1: No, let, me let me say this
2: one thing. And let me say this one thing. say this one thing. Thing about it is it wasn't the networks that was suffering. It was WWE that was suffering. That's the only thing in this whole equation that is that is hurting the whole blame system. It's because of what's going on in WWE right now. The networks have nothing to do with it. They have nothing to do with it. It's what everybody wants to see. And the thing with what WWE putting out right now, they rather see. they rather see the return of baseball and all this stuff going on. Because right now, WWE has been suffering here lately. They, a lot of people were actually waiting to see if any more big sports were going to pop up. And sure enough, look what happened. So there, there, there you go.
0: Yeah, and then basketball is returning soon. We're even showing like scrimmages the last few days. And mm-hmm. hockey is about to return as well. I think hockey's ratings are going to go through the damn roof.
1: Yes, they will. JD- yeah. Cup, I think cup, yeah.
3: Oh yeah, no doubt with the cup and with the yeah, NBA finals, the yes, yeah. they're gonna come yeah. up. Yes,
2: yes. But like, just keep in mind here, guys. Keep in mind here. Like I said, when when more of these sports, when more of these sports pop up here and everything that everybody's gonna be locked on, and and, and and you know what? It doesn't make a difference who's playing either. It doesn't make a exactly. difference because they want that's I'm, what they want to see. Because, they like said, they know other things are hurting right now, and they can't wait to see something else different for a change. There you go. Yeah.
0: I mean, even example tonight, like, I'm sure the multiple Orioles versus Red Sox game is doing better numbers, and the Orioles fucking stink. And my, and my God, I'm like, damn, the Orioles stink and SmackDown still
2: doing lesser numbers than them, man. The Orioles, <clears throat> and, 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 yeah, I mean, no disrespect to that team and all that have been around for an awful long time. And, J.D., maybe you can vouch for me on this, cuz you're our sports guy here. Mint, you are as well. But I think I can safely say this right here. I don't think the Orioles have had that much of anything going on in the world of baseball ever since Cal retired. I don't I, I, Thank
3: you. So, I mean, I just want to let, me ask, you, let me ask you. Let me ask you this, and I'll I'll, I'll, I'll check this, and maybe um, Mitch will answer this when he comes back too. However, what do you think about the Blue Jays going to Buffalo? What's your take? Who are you
2: asking first?
3: Both you guys.
2: They pick what? What I don't get here. They pick now to move a team. When it's just baseball was just coming back, yes, they couldn't do they couldn't do this while there was nothing going on. Seriously, first you got that, and then for, first you got the name change, which I'm sure, Shaq, I'm sure you heard about the new name of Washington's NFL team. And out of all places, you not believe where they? I bet you where they got that from too. Hmm. I'm back. You, you, you know that but I'm gonna ask, I'm asking Shaq this. Check yeah, you tell ahead. me Shaq, You remember the movie The Replacements? Do you remember that movie? Yes. You yes, the name I think the um, I think John you know told name me name about
0: you? this um on Wednesday. He
2: told me about remember,
0: the replacement.
2: Do you remember the name of the team that was in the movie The Replacements? Um was it the Washington, Sentinels? Yes, that's what they renamed Washington's NFL team. They renamed it the Sentinels. Just they now? They to, to have got, they gotten that from the replacements. That's the only other place I know of. Wow. The Washington set. Oh, Lord, now we're going to relive a movie, right? Oh, dear, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? <laughs> who, 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 are they going to get Cameron Reeves as quarterback now? Is that what they're going to do? I mean,
0: come
2: on, man! Uh, <laughs> exactly.
0: Playing the role of playing the role of Dwayne Haskins as Keanu Reeves.
3: Yes, and as your head coach instead of Ron Rivera, you got Gene Hackman. Jack Warner is your owner <laughs> instead of Daniel Daniel Snyder. Let's let's be real.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, I think they watched us start the movie, but like going like back to why the name it, to why it's named the Sentinels, and then they letting us know about the um the alleged um sex parties hosted by um Snyder and Jay Gruden.
2: Thunderstar, <laughs> Thunderstar, you remember that? Yes. Yeah. That sumo dude. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 On the sky. Yeah, okay.
1: Uh, you got that
2: Welsh dude kicking for him, too. There you go. I can't think of his name. Oh, God. I can't think of his name.
1: That, what, that,
2: dude, that, 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 wel- that dude from Wales. What was his name? Oh. What was it? Um, yeah. Ole, 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 Ole. Ole, Ole. Holy oil of holy I don't know. <laughs> 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 but, but yeah, that they'll get that dude to kick the ball for the new team. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they're the that that way. No, that no, dude. no, no. You know who Wait. you
3: know who they'll here's who they'll get to kick the ball. Cathy Ireland, Lucy. There you From go. The yeah, Sarah, that's, that's mono. What, mono. We need mono. We yeah. need mono, we need Paul Blake. Arm of the armadillo.
0: Actually you know who they should also kick, and she's also from Wales, Tegan Knox. She got the shiniest wizard.
3: Yes, yeah. and she's got she, she she's definitely uh, she's definitely made she's definitely a magical person now. I'm not saying that to be mean. After she, what she did last <laughs> week and coming out the way she did, I I said it before. I'm gonna say it again. Kudos to her, and it took guts to do it. So bravo to you, Tegan. Well done.
2: Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a minute. Now Justin just not just just told me that art that one of John uh, one of John's other guys and what's his name Antonio Antonio Is that I'm talking about. Okay, said that believe it or not that the Sentinels is coming from the X Men comic book? Not no. Oh come on, you know, put two and two together guys- I'll be, the it's, yeah, it's, I'll be back in a second, guys. Right, Shaq. Tell me, tell me, tell me if I'm right or wrong. Wasn't that team from Washington in that movie? Wasn't it from Washington? Yes. Okay, then that makes better sense than. I mean, I know the Sentinels was a character in X-Men. I saw the comic book, but come on, man. That came hey, from I
0: that movie. And you know yeah, like, man, that. they also played a Sentinel right? like Marvel vs. Capcom.
2: Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. That was that was the robot. That was the yeah, yes. that was the robot soldiers in Yeah, I, I remember that. But you know darn well that this is this team, like I said, what like I said formerly, I guess you could say now formerly as the Redskins, and I really hate to say it in that way. It don't make any sense to me. And it won't make any sense to me. But that team in the replacements was from Washington, DC. This team here, Washington D.C., put it together. There you go. It's the that's where they got. They didn't get that from no blanket. If they get that from a comic book, then I, then, 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 I, then I come out of a monkey's anus. Okay, come on, give me a freaking book break. Come on, man. We have-
0: yeah, that was what I was saying at first. To um, that they should change their colors to like red, white, and blue to match the um, colors of the other D.C. sports teams, like the Mystics, the Wizards, the Nationals, and the
2: Capitals. But guess what? You you do that to the football team, guess who's going to come and call and say it's going to come and sue the pants off them, and that's the freaking Patriots. You watch. (laughs) You watch. They're going going to say something about it. You know they are. And, of course, they don't have that much action anymore either because he's not there anymore. Thank God about that. But hey, that's another you know story. <laughs> <And, laughs> okay. I mean they're I hate, still
0: getting some
2: because of Robert Kraft
0: and his um and the people and the and his massages in Florida.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Yeah. But anyway here, anyway here, all this going on here in sports. You know, with the fact that they knew they were going to be doing a whole lot in sports right now, with this pandemic and all that, they could have done this all in the off season, But no, they had to wait until everything st- got started before. Th- That's what gets me, man. What are they going to do? Are they going to come down here to Carolina and change the name of the Panthers? Oh, I can't wait for that. They're they going to do that, man. I'm going. I'm going to be right there, with the blame, gun. Say you just try and see.
1: Well, they did change the name of the Bobcats to the Hornets again, which tastes better.
2: Well, good. That was the back end. Look, I remember back in the late 88, for crying out loud. I remember when that team came out. But at least yeah. now it's owned by somebody. was more sense, and that's Michael Jordan. At least the team's owned by somebody. You know what I mean? I Me, mean, cheese. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, yeah.
0: Now, yeah, as far as My take on the Blue Jays playing in Buffalo, I'm like, wait a minute. If you knew that Canada was going to have a strict-ass quarantine shit, why couldn't you change and do that before they – MLB agreed to the 60-game season? Because then now what you did was you put the Blue Jays at a big-ass disadvantage because now they're going to have to adjust. They're going to – And I heard that they have to, like, put some lighting in the Buffalo Stadium for the, um, yes. I read it from um, Ken Rosenthal's tweet. And I also read a stat on a tweet. And for me, I think this gives an advantage to the Yankees because now they only got to play 40 of the 60 games in New York State. That's 30 home games. And, ten, and I think 10 road games? Yeah, because it's two road series against the Blue Jays and a road series
2: against the Mets. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this story. But you want you to you know something from a long time ago that I can tell you about, about, about one time about a, a possible move for a major league baseball team? I don't know if y'all remember this. This was like years ago. I remember this. They were talking about now it. It never happened, obviously, because because the state of North Carolina unfortunately does not have a major league baseball team. But there was a room there was something flying around years ago that they were going to bring the Minnesota twins down here. It never happened. They were going to put the twins down here years ago. It never happened. Really and now all we got is all we got is this smaller. League teams, like of course the Greensboro Grasshoppers and the Winston Salem Dash. Form of the Greensboro, which no, 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 no. The bats are now known as the Grasshoppers. But I remember
3: they were the bats
2: team. Yeah, of course. Originally, a long time ago, because Derek Jeter played on this team, Greensboro did have one called the Greensboro Hornets, which Jeter, where Jeter started before he was became well known for the Yankees. That's true. Now that's the truth, right there. Jeter oh, played yeah. in Carolina. Jeter played North Carolina a long time ago. Shaq, am I right? And now, am I right? A long time ago, he, he did. Oh, absolutely. Greensboro Hornets. Before he came up there, and played in New York. He did. Yes, I he did. That yep, there you go. So he's a man. So, but you know, all I gotta say is, you know. Were we expecting, that means that's overall, not just sports, but everything that's been going on here. I'm going to ask just a personal opinion. Has this pandemic changed a lot of things that was unexpected? Has I it,
3: think
2: so. Has it really? Oh, I absolutely. Mean, absolutely. I mean, were we expecting a lot of this? I wasn't.
1: I mean I mean this gonna affect I mean, the game still especially for the PS5s and stuff. How that's gonna roll out with this pandemic?
0: I think what we learned from this pandemic in a sense in terms of sports is less is more. And I think now most of these sports leagues are probably thinking, wait a minute, maybe if we have maybe we could cut the games down in a season. There would be, especially baseball, there would be more urgency from all teams to want to get into the playoffs. And most te- most of the top teams already would have urgency as it is in a 162-game season anyway because they're expected to win a championship every year. But now something with a 60-game, essentially a 60-game pennant chase now all the teams are like, "Yo, we have a chance," and they expanded the playoffs with sixteen teams, which I'm not surprised. Yeah, about actually- it's all about a money grab at this point because they knew the owners and players were losing money, so they wanted to see what they could do to replenish that that economic gain. That's what they wanted to do. Well,
2: of course, of course. I mean, that's that's. That's, that's, that's 100%, like I said, that's 100% academic right there, but, and, 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 it's, and again, like I said here, you know, th- this is going to have some long-term effects. I mean, I think we can all agree upon that, but sooner, but sooner or later, so, so, sooner or later here, you know, you know, things, things, they, they, they all say, okay, this is the new norm, new normal. Personally, my my opinion here is this is all nothing but temporary in my personal opinion. There's nothing new about any of it. Just a few little name changes here and there, a few little adjustments here and there, but I don't see anything new about any of it. I don't give a darn why they keep saying, oh, this is what you got to do here from here on. I said bull loading. I don't see any
1: I don't see anything different about what you gotta do. Exactly, like the washing your hand thing. That's something we're supposed to do anyway. Bingo. I mean,
2: who wasn't who wasn't who wasn't taught how to do that when they were a child? <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck? I'd like to know who wasn't man, because, or I'd like to also I'd like to know who wasn't taught to stay a few feet away from people, you know you know, whenever you're walking down the street or whatever, unless, like I said, you have a very legit reason for for walking close to a person or whatever. Nevertheless, I mean, it might, nevertheless, I mean, it's just, but now but now, all of a sudden they're saying, this, "There's, there, there's, they're putting out all this, new, this stuff saying, oh, this is the new stuff. No, there's nothing new about it. There's never been anything new about any of this. I mean, it's
1: all
2: guessing <laughs> game. That's all it is. No, because, like I said, they just said this all in the spur of the moment. Because, like I said, they didn't—they don't know—they didn't know what to tell the people. They just said just to do this and that, and, and they're listening to one guy. And this—they say this one guy is God when it comes like to deal with this thing, and that's that doctor, whatever the heck his name is, Doctor Dr. Dr. Anthony, Doctor Anthony, Doctor Epic Anthony F. Me, or whatever the heck his name is.
0: I mean. <laughs> yeah, Fauci. And, oh, by the way,
3: that first pitch was terrible. I know a lot of people were talking about this at the on the sports shows. Even JD but can show at, a
1: least at
3: least Fauci uh, set the tone for
0: the Yankees because at least, but let's be fair, at least Fauci didn't have to face Stanton. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. and then now all of a sudden you're seeing Trump out in public and all that wearing a darn mask whereas before you didn't see him do that Yeah, he was the one that started praising a whole lot started start pushing for a whole lot of people to do it but guess what here guys they're even making it a priority to wear the infamous MASK which I'm getting sick and tired of hearing about all this here too let me tell you something I've seen a lot of people around my neck of the woods that are not even doing it and they got legitimate reasons for it. And let me tell you something: you're talking to one person who has a legitimate reason for it, and that's me. I have not worn one since this whole thing started, and I'm going to tell you right now: I am not about to do it. I am not about to start immediately. I am not going to. I'm. I mean, y'all can think a little bit differently about me if you want to. You don't have to get near me or what have you and all that good stuff here. We're all far, far, far here. JD, you're in Philadelphia. Sorry, I insulted you. He's in Pittsburgh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mitt, 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 you're in Georgia. Justin, you're in Indiana. Shaq, you're in New York. I'm in North Carolina. We're all as far out. We're more than six people, we're more than one another. We don't have to worry about it. Exactly. We don't have to freaking worry about it. Hello, but, but you know what's even making it worse? You know what's even making it worse? They're turning it into a fashion statement. They're turning these darn masks into I mean, man, I said the one you in your profile picture. You got one that's got the Georgia Bulldogs logo on it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I mean, I mean—that's all fine and dandy. If you want to decorate, that's all. I mean, Danny's even talking about trying to find a WW, like an AEW one or something. He's been talking about that on the panel chat box. A, a, a mask with the AEW logo. Oh, that—that—that's—that's that's rich. I mean, I mean are, are people seriously? Are people seriously? You know, looking at these things as more now of a fad in a fashion statement now that it is a a supposed health aid which that's bull that's that, it, it doesn't there's no health benefits to wearing a mask they get what i mean danny even put it best you get what they refer to as dragon breasts. if you have to wear the yes. dog. exactly yeah that's why
0: yeah that's why I always make sure to um to brush my teeth before I put on the mask because, like, oh, I know what dragon breath smells like,
1: and it ain't pretty.
2: Or, in yeah, other well, words,
1: don't Listerine,
2: or, in other words, Donald Trump breath. There you go, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah, yeah, JJD yeah, or, or JD, foot breath. <laughs>
1: That's JD love it, man. chicken pot pie.
2: Yeah, he, yeah, Donald Trump kind of looks like a chicken
1: pot pie. No, I think that's JD. <laughs> no, I that, no, I was saying that. No, I was saying that was JD after he chicken pot pie. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 But, but guys, like I said, All I'm going to tell you about doing the next thing is I'm going to say this pure and simple here, okay? This is coming from the the main man here, okay? If everyone here feels that they need to wear one, then like I said, that's your prerogative, that's your choice, that's your recommendation. You do it if you wish. Don't make it feel like that you have to because quite simply, in my personal opinion, you don't. Have to, regardless of what they have the signs that are saying, mask is required. Come on in here, you must wear a mask here and there, and everything, all like that. And yeah, the, yeah. So, and let me tell you, every time I go into places around here, let me tell you something. I've only been asked one time about a mask, other times, no one's even bothered to say anything to me about it. And if they do, fine, I'm going to simply tell them. And I'm being legit here, J.D., You've heard me tell yeah. say this. You may have heard me hear me say this. I do have a breathing condition. Yeah. I cannot hardly, I can't hardly breathe now with the hot weather we've had down here in my neck of the woods. You think wearing a mask is going to really help matters? Nope. Nope. It's gonna make it worse. Yep. I mean, next thing you know, you take the thing up, it's gonna look like you're gonna have sunburn right there on your face. Come on, man. I mean, let me let me tell you something. You know it's going to even be bad. I can tell you right now. And I just now sat here and thought about it. Oh, oh, let's go visit. Let's go see if we can be able to go visit our families at Thanksgiving and Christmas. Oh, by the way, be sure you're wearing a mask. Yeah, that's a
1: pleasant surprise, ain't it? Hell, it's, it's even worse when you when they mandate you. When you go to a West Western and all that shit. Yeah.
2: Well they can they, they could take that mandate and go shove it up there. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. But that's my belief on it. Like if someone if someone does I mean, I respect everybody's thoughts and opinions about it, okay? Y'all know me. I respect whatever you want to do, you feel you need to do it, then do it. Okay. But like I said. Just don't, at just don't mention anything to me about saying I have to, because quite simply, I don't, regardless of what your local or federal government says. Because I think, J.D., you can simply agree, our local and federal governments right now are pretty much shot all that you know what, as far as I'm concerned. Now, J.D., I could be wrong or right about
1: that. You,
2: yeah, you, you, you're so, right about that. So, I mean... I know how I know how you feel
3: about Trump anyway, so there you go. So. You yeah, didn't even ask himself you know, today, thankfully. You know something,
1: um, JD? Hmm. In this same old grumpy old man, a president saying he's gonna put a wall in Chi- in Mexico, and it never happened. Yeah. What happened it's, to it's, that, it's, Mr. President?
3: Oh, I know. He hasn't said anything about that. He thinks of this next term is going to happen. It ain't going to happen, believe me. The way he's losing voters every day, not just, I mean, look what he said What was it yesterday, I think it was. He went to have the convention in Jacksonville. Then they said, oh, we're going to move to North Carolina. Yeah, good luck. No, 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 it no, no it was the other way around. Remember, it was originally said in Charlotte. Oh, okay, is- okay, okay, okay.
2: Yeah, and, and yeah, it was originally set in Charlotte, but the thing about it is they couldn't
3: work with him to have that convention there. That's why they had to try five uh, Ah, yeah. damn, lost Maybe. by one. Hey, they gave it a good effort tonight, guys.
2: And remember, know, remember you. what I also told you, too. Because of that, Trump said he fully endorsed Roy Cooper's opponent for governor.
3: That's right,
2: yes. Because of, because of that, because of that, Yep. He, he endorsed Dan Forrest to be the next governor of North Carolina because of that, man. <laughs> you, he, Cooper knew that this was gonna come back and bite him in the and look what happened. Yeah. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I knew that was gonna happen. Yeah. We ain't stupid. We all know that. Uh-huh. So that's why I said JD agrees. Both gov- all the governments right now just pretty much all shot up all that you know what. And That's I also right said right. this one here, and Mitt, Justin, Shaq, I want you to hear this as well. You've heard the thing going on talking about the second stimulus situation right now. Why it's taking so blame long for them to try to get something passed and all that stuff. Well, the thing is because one side of the equation here, for some odd reason, could not agree with what Trump and them wants to do. And the thing about now, they once again got a on the back burner because they need to go take their little vacation and everything all like that. Trump was quoted as saying, okay, Trump was quoted as saying that he wants this done as, as quickly as possible, but he wants it done properly. And I pretty much have said this down to a point now, that we have waited patiently and we have waited, waited also eloquently for this to happen. It has not happened. Why? It's because Trump has decided to do it in the proper manner. But let me go ahead and tell you something. Waiting for waiting for them to do it in a proper manner is not getting this country is not getting this country rolling again at all. And 25 to 30 million Americans are going to have to suffer for it. As a direct result of it, if we have to wait until about September or October to see those darn checks come in, you're going to have about every single person in this country on the street. Um, Big time. You're going to see them all on the street. If they don't do something right now, what Trump needs to do is forget about what Mitch McConnell and all of them want and simply just go on ahead and just push for this thing and just get it in there. Get the people the money they need, so that way they, this country will not fall into chaos, which I think, J.D., you would agree. Technically, it already has fallen into
1: chaos.
3: It is. I mean, the thing is, the thing with Moscow Mitch is Moscow Mitch, and no offense to the people down in the Carolinas, but Lindsey Graham's another guy. Those two schmucks don't even know what to do. They're Trump's yes-men. And then talking about Trump also, too, in another way, look what he did yesterday, okay? He freed Michael Cohen from jail. Michael Cohen is now back on house arrest in Manhattan, but yet he couldn't stay in jail for very long because Trump figures, "Oh, I'll pardon him. I'll pardon Roger Stone. Give me a break."
2: And then, and and the thing about this and and, and, and let me tell you something. And what I'm what I'm telling you here, and y'all can agree with this, agree with me on this or not. But I'm gonna say it right here. I'm gonna say it right now. The only way that right now, if Trump wants to he wants to even think about sitting in the Oval Office another four years is if he acts on this stimulus thing and acts now. If he doesn't, he can kiss that chair
3: goodbye as far as I'm concerned. He's already kissed the can- chair goodbye because of all the bullshit. Look at what's going on in California. Look what's going on in Florida and in Texas right now. Those are the big states right now that he thinks he's going to have the momentum going into November. There's no way in hell at this point he has those in his pocket. And then as far as other states go, Ohio, Wisconsin, Michigan, mm-hmm. PA, New York, ah, uh-uh. He's going to mm-hmm. have to prove that again. But right now there's no way. I mean, the numbers do not lie. His numbers keep dwindling every day and then he's continuing to just go on the attack and saying everything and anything against Biden and the whole Mm -hmm. thing about, uh, like, uh, Hillary and Bernie Sanders and Obama and Obama's family. You know what? You know, take a look at yourself, okay? Right now, your niece is writing a book about you and you're trying to stop that from coming to print, however? You're saying, oh, my niece doesn't know what she's talking about. Well, guess what? Look at your dingus son. -son 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 in law and your stupid daughter in law, however, that his little wife his little girlfriend, whatever her name is, uh uh Kimberly, I think it was, however, your son in law was on the view almost two or three months ago, acting like a complete part of the language, asshole and imbecile to the world. And yet you say, Oh Look what happened yesterday, the briefing he had yesterday, Howard. He's saying, oh, everything's okay, right, honey? And then he's talking about all the stuff about uh, Mariano Rivera and the Yankees. And meanwhile, he's saying, oh, we've got to control, we've got to contain, Howard, in the Southwest. What map were you looking at? Okay? Look at Florida right now. Every hospital bed in the state of Florida is filled to the T and then some. And right now they have no more room. Texas is about the same way. California, and I feel sorry for Danny, and I have family in California and friends in California who I've, I grew up with and I, I'm still friends with to this very day. I mean, California right now, Florida, and Texas right now, are the, and Arizona are the four dangerous states right now that are really, really in danger. Florida right now is just about, it's just there. California is almost close to being there. Arizona and Texas are right about near there too. If you think you're going to win those states come October, November, good freaking luck. It ain't going to happen. Not on my watch. No way. JD, Well,
2: J.D. I even read this too, and you agree with me on this. California has surpassed New York for most cases.
3: And that's scary. Yeah, and look at Florida today. Another bit of Florida went up again today, too. Florida went up again today. Every day you hear those states just continuing to get just more and more. It's it's scary. It really is frightening when you think about it. Yeah, it's definitely
0: frightening on my end because, like, look at it like this. New York State was the first ever epicenter of this whole pandemic. Now the new epicenter is, like, Florida, Texas. Arizona, Cali, and it's been concerning because vi- the virus travels and with the states that are increasing cases around New York, it's go- it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be nuts.
2: Mm-hmm. And they're even talking get th- and get this. You wanna know something else here that might be a reality? They're talking about shutting the country down again. Yep. Again. And it's having water to their and not doing anything about it. That's why I say, like I said, if Trump wants to be a blame hero, and JD and I'm sure above say, he's not going to be one as far as we're concerned. No. <laughs> the, 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 the only way that he's going to have any saving grace is that if he gets through the, the proper procedure crap and he goes and just simply. Like I said, act and get the people the money that they need here, you know, for the for, for the stimulus thing. And then, like I said, afterwards and all that, you know, you know, he can focus on, like I said, if he wants to try to get anybody, you know, to vote for him coming up here in November. Like, I, I mean, the thing about this, I even heard now that even Kanye West was even talking about running. And now he's even saying he might even wait another four years to even do that now. So I mean, so I I mean, anybody right now, I mean the thing about it is hard to believe that your only choices primarily are Trump and Biden. Your only two choices. Everybody else, in the wake of this pandemic, just dropped right out. Yep. I mean I mean Elizabeth Warren. I mean I thought she would have had a pretty good chance. I thought Bernie Sanders would have had a pretty good chance.
3: Kamala Harris, I had her. I had uh, what was the one Elizabeth uh, Warren. She had a good chance. Yes.
2: But no, they all dropped out in the wake of in the wake when this thing first hit. Yep. So, and then of course Elizabeth Warren lost a family member due to due to all of this. So. I mean, and and, and 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 I'm sure Trump, I'm sure like I said, Trump felt, felt felt of course, you know, a little bit of remorse for all that, but I'm sure also deep down he was also smiling too, that he wasn't going to have to worry about about against running against anybody else, and then of course all of a sudden the only person you have left that might have any sort of chance at all against him is Joe Biden, the former VP. So. I mean, is this all is going to come? Is this all that's going to come down to? Unfortunately, I, have to say, but I guess the answer is yes. And of course, it would be kind of interesting if people if Kanye West decided to decided to run. It would be interesting to see how many people would actually vote for him. Would and of course, sadly, would he be the independent candidate? I mean, I think they said he would. He would run as an independent candidate. But several states said they wouldn't even honor honor him on the ballot. That's what I've heard. Several states said they would not honor Kanye West as an independent.
3: Is he has he right now has got to get his basically he's got to find a way to just. Step out of the spotlight, no pun intended, and just let the, let the grown-ups, I'm not saying this to be mean, but let, the, let the, the other people run, however. you know, Right now, you've got some major health issues, and, 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 and it's no joke. It is not a joke by any means necessary. Just step aside, Howard, and let uh, basically let everyone just do their thing. You know?
2: Do we have an independent candidate running?
3: At this moment, no, which is sad, because we need someone like that. And this is the scary part, though, too. Right now, I mean, okay, Biden has not said yet who he's going to get on the ballot as his on ticket to work with him in his campaign. I hope it's someone like Kamal Harris. I hope it's someone like maybe Michelle Obama. I'm all for that. But this is the scary part when you think about it, though, and I'm going agree to disagree on this, too. Right now, Biden is no spring chicken by any means necessary, not at all. And the thing is, his health could be a major issue at some point, which is scary to think. But at the same time, they've got to think about that's the big thing they're going to have to look at and very carefully is his health issue. But again, right now, the thing is, he's not going out there and basically attacking people. He's not running them down. He's speaking for everyone in this country and saying, we need change in America. We need to get this thing back on track, however We need to start showing again we can recover from this. We've had too many issues in the last so many years, However, even before the last four years, even before Trump came in. This has been a major issue in our country for a long time, and I feel that right now this is the time we need. Obama started to do it a little bit and had some things go in his way, and give, you got to give credit to Obama. You may hate him. You may not like him. Some people, again, are mixed on the minority. I mean, I never... I'm not going to say I didn't like him, but I'm, going say I've, I'm not going to say I hated him, but I liked him. He brought change to America, started to change around with America. The thing is, though, however, we almost – think about it, guys. Almost four years ago, we could have had the very first woman president in history. And everyone was all laughing about it, thinking it was going to be a joke, a stunt reply, and it wasn't ever going to happen because it was going to be – just a mistake. No, she came damn close to winning. So I don't care what people say about it. You can say she didn't deserve it. She never would have succeeded. But guess what? Who came in? A guy who had a silver spoon in his mouth and basically money out of his ass, basically buying. And I'm saying this in a big way, and I've said this to people I know who are big-time DT supporters. He bought himself this election. And if he thinks he's going to buy this election again this time, guess again, he's not going to. His numbers keep dropping every day because of the way he can use to shoot his mouth off and say, Oh, I never uh did said this about uh uh colored people, I never attacked them and I never uh tweeted out and bean things and groped women and all that. Bullshit, the proof is in the pudding, it's right there as clear as day. You just don't see it because you're blind as a bat. There you
1: go. Yeah.
2: And Justin even said it right here. If we had Hillary, we probably wouldn't even have this pandemic. Well, I mean, that's a a very interesting point of view there, Justin. But, I mean, but like I said, we're just going to have to wait and see what all happens here with this. And, I mean, the thing and you know what, I, I say I, I say, like I said here, guys, um, and Mitt had to leave us for the night, so we do thank you for coming on. We'll have to talk to him, of course, coming up here. Monday. have uh, this Monday oh, maybe to talk to him over the weekend and everything like that. But also here, uh, of course officially I think, like I said, I think the independent candidate should be one or two guys and either it should be either be me or it should be Janie. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go, and, uh, and like I said, regardless, JD, you and me want to make a good uh, president and VP candidate. How about that? That sounds pretty good, do you?
3: there
2: you go. That some common sense. Yeah, there you go. JD, Justin, Shack, is there anything I wish
3: to add before we close up shop here for the night? Oh, it was a nice play. No, uh, to let everyone know, BS Baseball is back. We are going to talk a good bit about that, the 3M Championship. We're going to talk also about some of the best moments in SummerSlam history. Join myself, Shaq, Mitt, John, Fonzie, you, Ann, Michelle, JML, Jeff, Rhonda, and of course... Uh, Gerard and the rest of the gang, of course, Fonzie as well, 3 p.m., 138744 this Monday, plus our Raw Ratings and Predictions Hour, you do not want to miss it, our episode 252, our final episode of the month of July, however, actually, yeah, it will be our final episode of the month of July, because next week, hour, we will, like I said, start August in a big way, the final month of the summer, of 2020, but like I said, next week, how besides the summertime moments, we'll talk about our least favorite moments, then however, maybe the following week, but also, we might start getting into, in the next few weeks, you want to stay tuned, however, of the college football, and also NFL talk, and sports talk, As like I said, we got the hockey playoffs starting just around the corner, the NBA postseason around the corner, and of course, with baseball starting up in the last couple of days, we've got so much to discuss, so stay tuned, folks. The summer might be hot and sticky and humid and everything will follow you, but we're going to try to cool you down with our version of the best sports talk on the Talkshoe Radio Network, and I'll be right back.
2: Okay, JD, thank you very much.
0: Uh, Anything you wish. Actually, two things. I just learned that um, Zion Williamson is back in the bubble, and two. Tomorrow we start live basketball, but on the women's side because you have two WNBA triple headers. Start tomorrow the first game is the return of Sue Bird and Brianna Stewart of the C- and the Seattle Storm going up against the newest rookie sensation Sabrina Inescu and the New York Liberty. That is going to be fun. And then the second game of that triple header pits Diana Taurasi. Brittany Griner, and Skylar Diggins-Smith of the Phoenix Mercury and the Phoenix Mercury going up against the LA Sparks, and I'm excited for a live basketball to return, and it's going to be fun, especially with the NBA basically focus, focusing there, putting the focus also on Black Lives Matter, specifically on uh, Breonna Taylor. I love that. But, like, okay. I think other than that, like, and also Monday, we're gonna cover a lot of stuff. And it as JD did say, it's the last episode in July. And I can't believe we're almost in August and it's actually getting closer to my birthday. I'm like, holy
2: crap. That's amazing. My goodness. And I think I think Shaq, I think we might also probably consider, like I said, a uh, a three-man team with you, Mitt, and
3: J.D. Uh, I, th- for our- I think that works, yes. I think that works perfectly, yep.
2: Okay, so I'll have the three of y'all discuss, like I said, when y'all want to do it, and I'll set the show up. So, ladies and gentlemen, we may have, of course, a new uh, 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 sports uh, uh, new sports show popping up here pretty soon called WCWS Sports Machine. And, gentlemen, I am also going to make this announcement here Officially here, once I get all the details and all, once we get everything underway here with we'll Talk Show, that the group on Facebook that you'll be also working out of is WCWS Sports Roundup. So you also use that show that that group to, to, of course, give some details as to what's going to go on with, uh, with, of course, uh, um, uh, on of course on the new sports show there as well. but y'all would give me the details about when y'all wish to uh, um, y'all wish to of course have the show do the show and everything like that. Uh, we will and of course we will of course go at it here. Um, they're coming up here, of course here hopefully very, very soon. Um, justin any, Justin, anything you wish to add before we close up here? let me see what just justin has anything to say um and uh let me say here uh, um um uh, john i mean just saying, So, do you think that the washington navy seals is a good football team and of course when it hits august it'll be get close to september because he was born on the second of that month and he will be 32 years old so um it could be so And by the way, Justin, like I said, tell Mr. Gutierrez that, of course, while we appreciate his thoughts about where the term Sentinels came from for the new Washington team they came from X-Men, while I do agree with that assessment, he also has to keep in mind, of course, that also that number number one, that we believe that it came from the team that was used in the movie The Replacements. So, there you go. So, you can tell... Antonio that if he wishes to talk about it on on our on our show sometime, y'all can of course bring that to our attention. So, bring to his attention. All right. Gentlemen, on that note, we thank you very much. you for joining us for episode eight sixty four of WWS Revolution. Unfortunately, we did not get an opportunity to hear from the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds or Danny Park here, but I'm sure like I said, there was other things that they had to take care of. So hopefully like I said, we'll get to hear from them, of course, here next week. Uh, of course, don't forget, tomorrow, at, tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock, 141-364-Pound. Uh, <clears throat> um, we, of course, will talk about what took place in the radio network here this week, as well as, of course, tomorrow's wrestling history and birthdays, as well as some wrestling news tidbits, courtesy of, of fourlettermania.com. Uh, 141-364-Pound, of course, coming up here tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock here for WWS Power Hour. Uh, uh, Justin did say that Antonio does know that he, that, that he knows that it is from the movie, and he actually told, uh, and, uh, and when and he told, uh, when John was on the show, he actually told Antonio that, I guess, sometime this past month, So Okay, thank you very much there, Justin. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to check out everything we've got posted here on all of our groups. Uh, of course, here in WWS, like I said, Sports Roundup, Game Show Alley, the Video Vault. Uh, keep in mind here, of course, one match I posted yesterday from the Video Vault, on the Video Vault, from SummerSlam 2007. I think Shaq might remember this match. Triple H taking on King Booker. Uh, great matchup here. Watched it all. That was one of the best matches I have seen in a long, long time. But, uh, but uh, that match in full, of course, is posted on the uh, video of all, as well as of course something from back in December of 2013, when Mark Henry dressed up as Good Santa Claus and Damian Sandow dressed up as Bad Santa Claus, and I think Mark Henry I can't kind of get Damian Sandow's tail um, to see who would of course would Christmas be canceled that year. Of course, like I said, we all know what happened. Of course, that's also posted there as well as posted there yesterday. So be sure to check all that out here and everything we've got posted on there be sure to, to check it out right here in all on all of our groups in wcws as well as of course like i said check out all of our past episodes on talk show as well uh include like i said revolution Wolfpack, Raw radio uh like i said outside the ropes uh wrestling profile and of course so much more uh and of course like I said coming soon ladies and gentlemen wcws sports machine of course, like I said, uh, it's like Mitt, JD, and Shaq will be your uh, your three-man sports sports trio, as of course they will talk about, of course, all the way in the world of sports here. And of course, the base of operations will be WWS Sports Roundup on Facebook if you want to check that out as well. Revolution 864 is a broadcast of the WWS Regular Network, right here, of course, on the talkshoes.com, where we are, of course. Five years older and continuing to be bolder, the radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. We, of course, will see you in the ring. Also, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget my three-step plan for playing it safe during the pandemic. Uh, Of course, wash your hands, stay clean, and definitely pray. Uh, And, of course, like I said, you do number three a whole lot of times. Let me tell you something. You'll feel a whole lot better and you'll be more immune to this pandemic than, than anything here in the world. So definitely check that out there as well. Uh, of course, remember, ladies and gentlemen, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the WCWS Radio Network. And, of course, uh, I think J.D. might have something to close us out with for mind, so let's see what he has on him.
3: I do indeed, and we are ready to go. So we will play for you just a second. Here we go.
2: Take care and God bless your folks and have a safe and terrific weekend stay cool out there as well Of course, like I said, uh, the heat will be a little bit uh, a little bit uh, um, Will not will not not be that bearable. So just be very very careful out there folks, but take care and God bless your folks This is of course the WCWS radio
3: Network. Stop, Chad. <laughs>